This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. The top Republican presidential candidates are heading to New Hampshire after last night's Iowa caucuses, but as NPR's Danielle Kurtzleben reports, they didn't all go straight to the Granite States. After his victory speech Monday night, former President Donald Trump went to New York for the opening of the defamation case brought by the writer E. Jean Carroll, who has accused him of rape. In an earlier case, a jury already found that Trump had sexually abused Carroll. Trump will hold a rally tonight in the town of Atkinson, New Hampshire, and tomorrow in Portsmouth. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley is also holding rallies here today and tomorrow, hoping for a strong finish against Trump. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis went straight to Haley's home state of South Carolina for campaign events today. He and Haley have been battling for the non-Trump vote for months. He will then pivot to hold New Hampshire events today and tomorrow. Danielle Kurtzleben, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. ABC, meanwhile, has canceled the Republican presidential primary debate scheduled for this Thursday because of what they say is a lack of participation. Former President Donald Trump has not attended a single debate in this cycle, and Nikki Haley said today she would not attend if Trump doesn't. Following the withdrawal of thousands of Israeli soldiers from northern Gaza, Israel's defense minister says operations in southern Gaza will soon be scaled back as well. But he's ruling out a ceasefire, as NPR's Lauren Freyer reports from Tel Aviv. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant says his troops have gone from defense to attack in Gaza and that a new phase is coming. He did not give a timeline. He told reporters only pockets of resistance remain in northern Gaza. In the center of the Strip, Israeli troops are destroying weapon production centers, he said. And in the south, they're hunting what he called the head of the snake, Hamas leaders. The Biden administration has been pushing its ally Israel to be more mindful of civilian casualties. But there are no signs of attacks abating. In the past 24 hours, health officials in Gaza say more than 150 people have been killed by Israeli bombardment. And Israel says militants launched 25 rockets from Gaza, damaging a store in southern Israel. Lauren Fryer, NPR News, Tel Aviv. More families could see a big child tax credit under a proposed deal in Congress, as NPR's Jennifer Ludden reports. It's part of a wider package that still needs approval by the full House and Senate. The bipartisan deal by top lawmakers would expand the child credit for millions of very low-income families. That's key because the current credit is limited for those who need it most. Still, the expansion would not be as large as the one in 2021, which briefly cut child poverty in half. And it would be temporary, lasting three years. The wider deal would also extend business tax breaks, among other things, and its chance of passage is not clear. For families to get a bigger child tax credit this year, Congress would need to pass the deal this month. Jennifer Ludden, NPR News, Washington. And you're listening to NPR News. The U.S. military launched another strike against targets in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen today. The U.S. Central Command says four anti-ship ballistic missiles were hit. In a statement, the command says the missiles were being prepared for launch and posed an imminent threat to shipping in the region. The strike came one day after a Maltese-flagged bulk carrier was hit by a Houthi missile while moving through the southern Red Sea. 
Ukraine has been defending against Russian cyber attacks against its power grid for years, even before Russia launched its first full-scale invasion, rather. However, according to new research, cyber criminals are also attacking the country's critical infrastructure. NPR's Jenna McLaughlin reports. When hackers targeted the Danish energy sector in May, it quickly became clear that the Russian government hacking group called Sandworm was behind it. Cybersecurity experts assumed the group was responsible for multiple attacks against nearly two dozen Danish companies. However, according to new research by cybersecurity company Forescout, it appears that cybercriminals targeting vulnerable firewalls were likely to blame for the second round of attacks. Cybercriminals are opportunistic and took advantage of a target already proven vulnerable to attack. In fact, according to the Department of Homeland Security cyber agency CISA, the majority of breaches are the result of known vulnerabilities that don't get patched. Jenna McLaughlin, NPR News. A top Federal Reserve official says inflation will continue falling this year and reach the Fed's 2% target level. Until recently, the nation has faced two years of accelerating price spikes that damaged the economy. Christopher Waller made those statements. He's a member of the Fed's Board of Governors. I'm Dale Willman, and you're listening to NPR News.